When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they were a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Grace Campbell. Hello. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good. Um, thank you for coming in and doing this. Not at all. Uh, so, Very excited to yes. round up the dick. Well, yeah. So when gonna... I first got asked, I was like, oh, it's going to be about sex. Yes. Did you think it was going <laughs> to yeah. be about sex? I think people I often like, do. right up my street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. No, it's fine. Uh, no. There was actually another podcast that came out. I shouldn't promote it, but uh, called Desert Island Dicks, and it was choosing the best people you've ever slept with. Oh, wow. I think that was the premise. Wow. They only did like two episodes, and then it disappeared okay. to my benefit. Yes. But uh, but yeah, interesting, right? Yeah. I, I saw it, and I was just like, yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. I understand why you would have thought that. But this is better for the Desert Island premise. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. No worries. Um, and so we're going to round up the year, right? Yeah. Okay, what of in dicks. dicks. Yes. Okay. Ha- so how did you find uh, choosing your My people three. for your island? I was thinking of all the different people who have been like in terrible media moments this mm. year and, okay. and things that like have been just like everyone's talking about on social media. This is good. Yeah. Um, but then I was thinking about actually because then I I was thinking about some women and then I was like no it's just not very feminist of me so I've decided to only go with the middle class white men yes. for my okay yeah <laughs> for my dick nice this um, is good but yeah I mean there, there were like a lot but then there's just one that anyone listening who knows me will absolutely know I'm going to say okay yeah all right just the first, I mean he's been like my nemesis I I've only met him twice but he's you know currently our prime minister okay, um, yeah to, get, to get, <laughs> give to the game away give a little yeah. bit of a spoiler yeah, okay um but there was like he's just the first okay this year's been defined by a dick in okay my opinion. let's do this then uh so who's gonna be first choice boris johnson boris johnson mm-hmm. yes okay mr landslide victory boris johnson mm, um, interesting because we talk just after that four four days yeah, four after day. the election mm. Mm. i mean He's always been a bit of a dick, I would say. Uh, when he was mayor of London, it was less obvious and people didn't care as much. Mm. And then when, you know, the referendum happened, he was just always kind of angling to get into Downing Street. And it's just been really plain. Like, it's so obvious what he's been trying to do. It's so obvious that he's 
a liar. It's so obvious that he's kind of offensively misogynistic and, and racist and homophobic. It's all just very obvious. He's not hiding. Yeah. No, no. Like, it's all there. Yes. And people voted for him. I know. It's just, it's 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 so blatant and it's just so confusing, mm, isn't it? It is very confusing. I mean, but also, like, on Thursday night, I was... Uh, Ill. <laughs> yeah. I was ill. I knew it wasn't going to be good, but mm. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. It was, yeah. And then the expo came in, and I bought myself two bottles of wine <laughs> to you, myself. Did you? Yeah. yeah. And just got like, I mean, I was so hungover the next day, which was even worse because <sighs> then I was like, this is such a bleak day. Like, but when so what happened? Like, I the expo came in on Thursday night, and I was getting on the tube. I was going to, back to Brixton, mm. and. I was on the tube and the tube was packed, the Victoria line was packed. And I was looking at everyone on this train and I was like, no one here looks like they know what's just happened. Right, yes, like, okay. No, like, the exit bar had just come in, I'd just got the notification on my phone mm. and no one looked like disturbed yes, or like okay. or like they they knew or like they'd been waiting to find out. Yeah. Like people were just happily getting on with their Thursday night. Do you th- uh, so was that sort of like this one moment where people just were sort of uh, oblivious to what was about yeah, to happen? Yeah, but also I was like, do you care? Oh, do you think... Oh, I was like, okay. do these people care? Okay. Maybe they mm. don't. Like, maybe they just haven't been that engaged with it. It's just interesting because, like, obviously... Uh, well, not obviously, but, like, my social media was just full of it. Like, I just, I'm just seeing it all the time. But maybe that's because of what I Google and what I look at and the people that I talk to. It's a bubble, yeah. totally. And if you looked at the bubble that I live in, it wouldn't have been... And, I know an overriding majority as it was well also the like stats on how if it was 16 to 24 year olds had just voted it would have been Labour every seat which mm. is so depressing 18 to 24 sorry 16 year olds don't have the vote unfortunately yes <laughs> facts we've got to yeah. get the facts right yeah. okay so, um, so yeah so I, it was difficult for me uh, because for the first time I felt like I couldn't vote Labour, mm. which which was, it was hard. I was looking mm. at everything. I was looking at the tactical vote. I was trying to be, uh, I was trying to be practical. measured, practical in what I was about to do. But, uh, and I knew that, you know, I, by voting for Lib Dem, I was, it was probably a wasted vote. But um, where I live is a pretty safe Labour seat. Right. And it's still Labour. Uh, but... From other things, family things, um, I just j- didn't feel like I could vote Jeremy Corbyn because of him, or because of anti-Semitism, or because of Brexit. What because was that? It? it was anti-Semitism. anti-Semitism. Yeah, and it's just like I don't think I'd be able to go back and look my family in the eye mm. if I was to do it. And that was difficult for me because I've always voted Labour and always been a Labour supporter. Mm. But now um, it was hard, and my actually my father-in-law. Uh, for the, only the second time in his life voted Conservative and I knew it was difficult for him well, to do it. Was he a usual Labour voter? His whole life apart from one other time in the 80s. Yeah. It's nice. kind of mad to me that people would be like I can't vote Labour because of anti-Semitism but I can vote Tory. I mean Boris Johnson again like has legitimised Islamophobia mm. like different forms of racism mm. like particularly towards black people. Yeah. It's like but obviously it's not it's not like a there's not really a way that you can measure them up, but I just think people by 
saying you can't vote Labour because of that, mm. but I can vote Tory. Yeah, it's I know. It's like, difficult, yeah. It sort of makes me... I'm oh, like, it God. doesn't sit well with me. The, the, the whole debate has been scary. <clears throat> I, I, like, I almost can't talk about it at home because, like, I want to be able to live at home and it'd be fine. Yeah, Do you know. know what I mean? And so uh, for, like, the first time, I felt like... I just couldn't really voice my opinions and I, I was a little bit... I just thought, for an easier life, I just can't do it. Yeah. So there we go. I, yeah. sa- I mean, I definitely had the same thing. Well, my mm. dad, which, you know, we'll come on to, like, mm. he did vote Labour and my mum mm. was just really couldn't because of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Um, and I think she was quite angry with me that I did ultimately vote Labour. It's tough. It what weird. Which is mad because I grew up in a family... Like, when I was a child, it was like anything but Labour yeah. is evil and scum. Yeah. Like, if people vote Tory, they're scum. Like, that's what I was taught when I was yeah. a kid. I used yeah. to, like, spout that on the street. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just a really weird election. Oh, my. What a weird time we're living I'm in. I'm very interested in, like, this whole... Sorry, this isn't a political podcast, mm. but it is four days after the election. But I'm so, like... I've been just on Twitter all weekend, like looking at these Labour people, just like attacking each other. It's your fault. It's this. This is the problem. This is, and it's like they can't just accept that it was a kind of myriad of things mm. that came that led to them having the worst, the worst election since the thirty twenty. Un- yeah, unbelievable. I mean, it was unbelievable. Nearly a hundred years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. And they can't just be like, yeah. Corbyn is partly the problem. That's what fucking pisses me off. They're all like protecting their granddad. I know. That's how it feels. It's, it's like tough. they're just like all like protecting their mm. granddad all the time. It's like just accept that he was actually a huge part of the problem. Yeah, definitely. It's funny to like, uh, do you remember a couple of years ago it was uh, there was like grime for Corbyn and yeah. stuff like And then all of a sudden it seems like they've all distanced themselves from that. And it's just interesting to see how things move like you, you can be a cult-like figure at one yeah for one moment and then all of that falls away but also the other thing i will say is like that kind of grassroots activism behind him and also that mm. like you know the day before like little mix came out and yeah. said vote labor like yeah. all of these big people i saw that that does not translate into winning seats across this country no the people you want to vote for you are not on instagram no they don't know who little mix are yeah like really and truly so it's like you feel like that's going to have some sort of impact it never does no and that's why i guess this was the first election that i was like really prepared for like labor to do badly okay yeah like, even though everyone i followed has been like vote labor yeah, say yeah. the nhs yeah. i was like nah i know this country it's a bubble mm. yeah 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 i mean yeah, you you move out of here and like I went to, for example, this po- I like I did a podcast in Yorkshire, so I stayed with a friend up there, and like quite quickly the, the conversation moved on to like who you're voting for and that kind of stuff, and uh, he just like my friend just said, look, everyone around here is voting conservative, and I like then I, that was the moment I was just like. I live in a bubble. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I am very interested in is there are a lot of secret conservative voters. Mm, interesting. There are a lot of people who you probably know. That would... Who, who wouldn't say that they voted Tory, but actually do. I really believe that. Because on the election night, my friend told me about these three people I know who I so wouldn't have thought... Really? ...voted Tory, that voted Tory. Yeah. Because... Like slightly rich people mm. just want to keep their money. <laughs> yeah, all they want. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's the bottom line, right? So Boris Johnson. Uh, need I ask why? Um, I just loathe him. Mm. I really like. Yeah. I think 
all of the things that we know. Mm. But then I just think he's like a representation of something that I thought we should have expired by now. You know, yeah. like that 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 Bullington club, Bullington, that yeah, Etonian, yeah, like scruffy. He gets away with things mm. because he's got the amount of privilege that he has. Mm. And in my show, which I'm taking on tour, I I do this bit on like you know. Basically, I've met, I've met Boris Johnson a few times. Yeah, you mentioned. I'm yeah. interested in this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll just for the listener, my dad's Alistair Campbell, for those who don't know. So I always have to contextualise that because otherwise people are like, how did you meet Boris Johnson? But I went to a Miley Cyrus concert. <laughs> yeah. And Boris Johnson was in our box <laughs> what was with he his doing daughters. There? Okay. Who were like my age. Okay. And then we all got asked if we wanted to go down and meet Miley Cyrus before she went on stage. Of course. So we'd go right? down and meet yeah. Miley, like me, my dad, Boris Johnson and his daughters. And then when we meet Miley, um, Boris, who was quite funny and sort of, he was mayor of London at the time, it was in 2009. Oh, yeah. And he was just like this silly, kind of like jovial, whatever. And then he met Miley and he said, He's, he pointed at my dad and he was like, and this is my deputy mayor. And then Miley goes, hello, deputy mayor. <laughs> wow. It was so weird. Oh, my God. Um, and then I met him at a Rolling Stones concert. Those are the two times I've met him. <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah. This is great, though. Yeah, but what? this was before, like, this was just when he was mayor. Yeah. He so, had way less yeah. sort of, now I kind of, I fear mm. how much I can imagine when people are with him. They're like, oh, it's just so funny and silly. And Best part of two years ago, I had uh, Jackie Smith came on this podcast right. and her first choice was Boris Johnson. And she said, let me unravel a few things for you. And she was like, I used to work with him. And he would turn up to a meeting and she, she once mentioned to him, she said, oh, Boris, you, you're looking smart today or something like that because he hadn't ridden in. She hadn't seen him for 10 minutes. They turn up in the meeting. He's gone. He's messed up his hair. His tie's all undone. And, like, he's undone a button to keep the persona going. And that was, like, a moment for me. I was like, oh, my God. It's really clever. But also, that is a persona and a look that only really posh people can afford. Yes. So, like, I have this theory. Like, I was at university with this guy who was so posh mm. like really really posh lovely guy I was friends with him but he used to dress like so scruffy like his shoes would have holes in them mm. his shirts would all be like mm. ripped up and like covered in dirt yeah. and I used to always say like I I would never feel comfortable doing that because I'm like constantly like in places where I'm like oh, I have I have to like act as though like I'm supposed to be here basically okay. yeah. but uber uber posh people who have come from like, like obviously I'm, I'm posh I guess mm. I'm middle class mm. but these like uber posh people are like we it's a big fuck you to everyone else basically I can walk around with my scruffy yeah, shoes on yeah. and my undone hair but yeah. because I know that I'm like meant to be here I don't it care it doesn't matter yeah. yeah you can turn up in whatever you want yeah mm. and that's kind of what he that's what he does it's a game that he plays I think to like sort of unarm people when he like mm. meets them I think yeah. he's definitely clever oh yeah but he's just all about himself that's what everyone says Boris Johnson is just always always just cared about himself yeah i mean well yeah that is one i always think that with people that uh, are, are massively successful in any way you kind of have to be you have to have that selfishness about mm. you to like to get anywhere i think because you have to concentrate all of those efforts on getting to wherever you want to be which you know isn't always the case but um quite often when i look at like even like a, a very successful musician they're like they're not doing much for anyone else at the no. start. They're sitting in their room and they're but that, doing... But that 
their job is to just be them, whereas like a politician's mm. job is to care about other people. Yes. So like you can't be a narcissist and then be a good sort of compassionate politician. Yeah. Okay. You can be Dua Lipa because it's all about Dua Lipa. Yes. Like yeah. That's the brand. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I went to school with her. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, my claim to fame. She seems great. Yeah. Is she nice? I mean, she she was... Relatively nice? Yeah. Okay. I was quite mean. At school? Yeah. What, in what way? Just really full of myself. Really? Are you surprised? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, in what way were you full of yourself? I just like... I don't know. I just had big dick energy did like, you it's very much like and also I was pretty ugly at school which is even more big dick energy that I still thought like I'm the best yeah I had a wart on my nose and I was still like bossing everyone around really yeah that's great though <laughs> go you right but Dua was in the year below and like she you know she just kept herself and then she started singing and I remember like we were all like oh she's like started singing kind of like you know it's like a hobby hmm. and then a year later, yeah. she was literally everywhere. Mega. Yeah. I mean, she's it's she's so incredible. Cool. Yeah. It's so yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. And I just think like her whole vibe is cool. Like she just seems like a well-rounded like artist. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Great. My my <laughs> goal is to get her to come and see one of my shows. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. There's a there is a show in itself about that. I know. Right. Okay. Know. Oh yeah. You're Did looking you at me like Jack Whitehall does this bit about how he went to school with Robert Pattinson. And he's always competing with Robert Pattinson, and Dua Lipa is my Robert Pattinson. This like, is great. She's always going to be my muse. Okay, yeah. I've written loads of poems to her. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah. All right, I look forward to seeing yeah. that show. Okay. Yeah. Um, right, so Boris Johnson's going to be your first choice, not Dua Lipa. Uh, no, so love Bo- Dua. Yeah, Boris Johnson goes on the island. Thank you very much, Grace. Who's going to be your second choice? Um, Justin Trudeau. Yes, okay. Yeah. I, sure, I saw that you'd chosen him. Please fill me in. Um, okay, so before the whole blackface thing, I was still f- found him pretty jarring. Mm. He once said that it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt who made him learn about feminism. Right. So he gave a speech, because he's always been like this like woke feminist, and everyone's like, Justin Trudeau, like king of our hearts. And it's like, actually, I think his feminism has been quite like just to make people like him and I'm not sure and then for him to say that it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt a male actor who (laughs) turned him on to feminism is like mad to me yeah Um, and then you know the blackface yeah and that I was thinking about this year because I basically always thought Justin Trudeau king of our hearts <laughs> no like he was for a minute the king of my heart well actually he really wasn't but like you know one of them but then I was like mm, this is just a bit kind of I hate when we put men on pedestals and listen mm. to what they have to say mm. about women okay, like why yeah. haven't we just got a woman there yeah yeah and we're listening to a woman talk about yeah. this it's like it's all well and good he's standing up and being like an advocate for women's issues but he I just find that he was kind of like taking up too much space yeah it, it seems a little bit like it's, yeah a bit ass about face is that the right way of saying it it's yeah. sort of like it just why yeah it's why a bit you gross doing, yeah yeah I think so yeah so that's Justin that's all I really have to say about him okay yeah. wow it, it's, I'm kind of getting the sense that he let you down well he's not my he's not my Prime Minister is he Prime Minister or President? Yeah, Prime Minister, Prime Minister. Yeah. He's not my Prime Minister so he yeah. didn't let me down 
Um, but I feel like he was the king of your heart at one point. And I'm that, gonna, and so, I, so I'm writing this short book at the moment called The Future of Men. Mm. And it's like about the future. It's like me like predicting where I think men are going, basically. Okay. And I'm actually going to talk about Justin Trudeau because he's a good example of like a man who everyone thought was like an amazing like female ally mm. but actually was he just doing it to like look good okay was he actually okay. helping right. in that space i see didn't i see he was isn't he trying to do something to like ban um lgbtq plus uh, conversion right okay are you trying to ban that in Canada right so, okay. I mean, is he doing some good stuff I mean I'm Maybe. saying this yeah I mean, okay like, yeah he might be what was but, the blackface thing but then also thing? he, what, he what, did what, up blackface yeah, what multiple was, times did he yeah I didn't know this yeah well, how, did I miss this. It? how did I how miss did you this? miss this I don't know Head in the sand. Because then Lenny Henry did this amazing bit. He was presenting something like the day it came out. Lenny Henry went on stage and he was like, hello, I'm Justin Trudeau. Okay, this is great. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I miss a lot. Some pictures came out of him mm. doing up blackface. I've got like, and this is no excuse, I've got two small children. And I feel like since I've had kids, there's like month gaps and people will say things, things to me. And I'm know, just like, yeah. what the fuck? How did My I miss that? My friends who have kids are like that. I hope that I'm never like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, <laughs> I, I should be better, but I'm probably too self-obsessed. You should just get <laughs> yeah. notifications on oh, your phone. I do. Uh, yeah. I got a thing. I do now. Justin yeah. Trudeau. Did up blackface, yeah. and then that's <laughs> and then it. I was like, cool. right now I know about that. Yeah, cancelled. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Justin Trudeau is going to be your second choice, and Thank- then yeah, who's going to be your third choice, please? So this is one which, like, I people, my mm. boyfriend always laughs at me because mm. whenever I'm angry, I just shout, yeah. "Fuck Jeff Bezos!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's Jeff Bezos. Yeah, why? Um, because I just think right, and actually I have this argument with my boyfriend sometimes because he doesn't quite agree with me Mm. but I think when you are the richest man in the world Mm. even after giving half of his wealth to his ex-wife so he's had a divorce giving half now she's the richest woman in the world I'm pretty sure right Um, of course and he's still the richest man in the world yeah he's never given to charity never no really he's got his own foundation which is like minute and mm. he barely does anything mm. and he doesn't think it's his responsibility to give back okay and so mm. when the Amazon was burning all of the big Silicon Valley like rich people like put together a fund to send it to the Amazon yep. the man who owns Amazon like the online retail shop does not fucking donate anything oh my god that is embarrassing yeah nothing no that is embarrassing, and he's 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 really interesting, and like you know, he's he's an incredibly innovative person, and what mm. he's done is really clever. And I think Amazon Prime is like, you know, it's a success in itself. Yeah. Um, but I just think like there's a special place in health people who are that fucking rich mm. and don't think. I mean, if he gave like one percent of his, I read this I know, thing, yeah. it was like a really small amount of his wealth, you he could like end homelessness all over the world. Oh, it's so yeah. it makes you feel sick. Yeah, it's like it's so like because obviously you get that much money by being like that, I guess, right? Yeah, in, in a way you have to to an extent. A, yeah, to an extent. Then you get Bill Gates. Yeah, sure. He's given yeah. most of his money away. Yeah, which is and he's know. still rich. Yeah, of course. I mean? Yeah, it's funny because you kind of think like this thing goes through my mind, or like every now and again, me and my wife might have a conversation. It's like, oh yeah, what would you do if you 
we're like what would you do if you won a million pounds and we're like straight away it's just like give two hundred thousand pounds to charity and it's yeah. like that's always like give yeah. as much as you possibly can away yeah. and still in in this day and age a million pounds even where i live like you can get an okay yeah. house for half yeah, of that yeah, and then the rest yeah. of it you're like actually it would go pretty quick yeah. right yeah uh but that's like even when i'm i mean <clears throat> this is not sort of to show off because mm. but whenever i have a bit of money mm. and i'm making a bit of money i always just like give any money i have to homeless people yeah great because okay. and then when i'm like oh i'm a bit stressed about money mm. and it's really on my mind then i'm less likely to do that when you're the richest man in the world like yeah. you could literally drop a million pounds from the sky on one of your drones yeah and it would help people so much but you could in the time that you've dropped it you probably earn it back yeah like you could just do that also yeah. i mean not to even start on this but like the way he treats the amazon staff is mad oh it's it, yeah it is mad have you seen the adverts so there's adverts and it's like uh, in the uk and they get, they're talking to the staff and it's just so a, there's like a gun outside of the, <laughs> the camera just yeah, to their yeah, head like yeah. say that you love working no, but, here but what they, they look s- like they haven't slept for like 25 days well, yeah it kind of uh, beats around the bush in a way because it's like they talk about like how Jan makes some amazing cakes and brings yeah. them in but it doesn't talk about how they have to grind out yeah. like a 25 hour day yeah it's just like ridiculous no but it's mad also at one point they do kind of say the hours are long but the camaraderie is great or something oh do you know what I mean it's something like that I'm going to be I'm misquoted you, now but like gun. yeah there's totally. a gun right out of the camera so Jeff Bezos mm. yeah I just like I'll probably never be able to work with Amazon Prime because I literally like sometimes when I'm doing a gig I'm and I don't know where I'm going I just go fuck Jeff Bezos <laughs> do you yeah wow <laughs> you're never getting a special yeah. on Amazon yeah no um, not likely uh, no. alright well thank you very much you're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads go to lipsandads.com now that's l-i-b-s-y-n ads.com now mercifully among the wreckage of the plane there was some food and drink left over unfortunately for you it's your least favorite food and drink in the world what are they and why are they so bad right food food first yeah tuna sandwiches okay yeah go on please especially on public transport okay definitely yeah like absolutely get away from me and some people (laughs) very close to me in my life will choose to eat a tuna sandwich on the train okay it sickens me yeah yeah i actually hate people eating in like public places quite a lot like i do do it if i'm hungover but like i hate like being on the tube especially and like smelling like like some like, hot pizza yeah like, just makes me feel really sick but yeah. hot pizza on the yeah tube. if you're like drunk you know, or all something all the yeah. germs like yeah. coming like into the oh, yeah. fart particles uh from <laughs> yeah. the tube because there are many yeah that air's yeah. been changed for yeah. hundreds of years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love what you think about on the tube yeah yeah, yeah. literally i would just think about farts yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Um, so tuna sandwiches also basically yeah. like I, I didn't eat tuna ever like never mm. ate tins tuna and then I, I went on, on my gap year I went to the Caribbean and I was in Jamaica <laughs> for two months <laughs> I love it I love who you are okay great yeah and I was in Jamaica for two months and like because I was moving around loads because I don't eat meat it was hard to like 
eat on the go. So I ended up, my staple meal was getting a bread roll mm. and a tin of tuna mm. and literally going like that. Bang, yeah. Put it and in. then closing it with no butter, nothing. That is so gross. I know. So I didn't even want it, but I was like, I need to eat. And then when I got back, I was like, I'm never eating tuna again. Mm. And my flatmate has to text me in advance being mm. like, I'm having tuna, by the way. Is that okay? <laughs> in case and you I'm get like, home. Put a candle on. Yeah, and yeah. In case the I smell sandwich, it. Yeah. yeah, I have a mad thing about smells. I, I've I can't change my bin. I have to. Other people have to do it for me. I have such a phobia of bins. <laughs> Is that because you're so used to other people doing it for you? <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. Fine. Uh, no, this is okay. Yeah, I'm only joking, obviously. I, I no, it's like, probably true. No, it's, yeah, yeah. it's my smell. Like this morning, I had basically my gag reflex. If I mm. smell something I don't like, I just gag. Do so if you? I smell a tuna sandwich on the train, I'm like, Bleh. right. Okay. I can't control it. I've got a. Re- I don't. That never happens to me. But I've got a really strong sense of smell. I think. Uh, like I. Uh, so I always pick up on something, and my wife is just like, no, 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 and I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Once there, was, she'd left an orange in her bag, right, a whole orange, and chucked it in the cupboard, and like I was just like, we've got mold in that. I was just like, I couldn't for like ages. I couldn't pick it up, and uh, she was just like, no, no, moldy? not at all. And I went and, and we found the bag, and it'd been in there for ages. And this orange, uh, like, was no uh, longer. No. Is it make you feel horrible? I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the worst. <laughs> it was just like a it's gone beyond uh, green. It was just no. like a white ball. I can't. Sorry. I yeah. can't even open my fridge most of the time because there'll be a smell the that smell. I don't want. Like someone's left half an onion yeah, in there or something, and, and it's just, just like I can't yeah. Okay. Don't know how I'm gonna. You look kids. like the listeners. You can't see this, but you look physically sick right now. Yeah, I get really like, especially that mold thing you're just mm. talking about. My mum thinks I have a serious problem mm. because if some this is so bad, and this is gonna sound really bad. <laughs> But if something is going off today, I won't eat it. Right, okay. I have such a phobia of food that's gone off. Even though it's bullshit and they just mark it so that you then buy more. Yeah. But I like convince myself what if it it's says it on make the me sick. You just chuck it away? No, someone else someone will eat else it. Someone else, yeah, okay. But, but I, I just, I'm convinced it's going to make me ill. Really? Yeah. My hypochondriac. But it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Look, it's, I, I understand phobia. So, mm. like, if that's your phobia, that's fine. I mean, there yeah. are many more yeah. phobias, but yeah, yeah, that is one. Escalators. You've got many more, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Escalators are my big ones. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you do then? Do you basically? It's only when I'm anxious because mm. I have anxiety. Uh, so when I when I'm scared on an escalator, I just hold on to the black thing on the side and just put my head down. Do you pretend I'm not there? Yeah. So wow. people will probably see me. You, you'll know that crazy girl who's like looking. After they see you on your Amazon Prime schedule, yeah. <laughs> everyone's recognising you on the tube. <laughs> yeah. Just holding on to the side. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, great. That'll be my entrance into my Amazon Prime special is fuck me Jeff. on an escalator, oh, right. like looking down. Showing fuck like scared. Down, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is great. Uh, okay, tuna sandwich. Look. Don't judge me. I like a tuna sandwich, but I understand the smell thing. Like yeah. you know, I think if I was going to get on a train, I'm on a train journey. I'm going to try and be considerate and yeah. pick something kind of neutral smelling like cheese what? sandwich. Cheese. Yeah, like a cheese sandwich. No one can smell that. Yeah, exactly. I don't think. Yeah. Um, okay. Tuna sandwich is going to be your t- food choice. Thank you very much. And what's going to be your drink choice? So I had to deliberate this a lot. Yeah. Um, because. Obviously, I love all alcohol um, mm-hmm. at, at a certain point in the night. Yeah. You know, yeah. like my preferred alcohols are like wine and gin and yeah. tequila. Nice. Um, but 
the thing that I've really gone off in the last few years is cider. Yeah. I used to love cider, mm, right? Mm. I used to drink it over beer. Mm. And now I, again, cannot, it's just piss to me. <laughs> yeah. Like I, it yeah. tastes so much like piss and I don't know how I used to drink it. Yeah. Like I, I used to love it. Did I used you? to love cider. you drink it all the time? Mm, I'd get it. Like if we were in a pub, I'd always get a pint of cider and now it's Would like you? absolutely grim to me. It's yeah. disgusting. Do you drink more beer or? Yeah, I've gotten really into beer this year. Yeah. IPA. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I love like a isn't really it? sort of fruity. Oh, it's IPA. nice. Yeah. yeah, so many options. Yeah, exactly. And delicious flavors. And, and yeah. also, the, actually, I started drinking beer. I'd never drunk beer really. And then I was in New York and I was broke, so cocktails in America are like fifteen dollars. The only thing I could afford was beer. Oh so yeah, I just started okay, drinking yeah. Blue Moon. Oh great, you know, it's yeah. lovely. Yeah, I love Blue Moon. Yeah, it's tasty. Yeah. Great, I'm with so you on cider. cider. Why would you get a cider when there's delicious beers yeah, available? I know. And cider, they're trying to do craft ciders, but they're just like they just like leave your mouth feeling yes, so dry some, exactly, and bitty. Like, it's too and, sweet. Yeah. And it's too. You're right. It leaves you. It leaves it's like a you raw flavour. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Only time a cider for me is passable, and it, I, th- I think it's more of like a, like rather than enjoying the taste, like a feeling is like at a festival, and it's like icy cold, and it's yeah. uh, the cider's icy cold, and the uh, the festival's hot. Cider's icy cold, and that for me, that's yeah. fine. I can have one and then get me what, straight what back on the like, shit beer. Uh, Recorder leg, is that yeah, cider? Yeah, so yeah. So I quite like them. Yeah. The apple one is kind of buttery and nice. Right. I think. Yeah. I like the like fruity, like the like mm. raspberry recorder leg. Mm. But could live without it as well. I'll tell you a story about a recorder leg. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just one stupid thing. Go on. Uh, I used to work in a cinema like before, so like I didn't get into university the first time round sort of and uh, and uh, it's a longer story that you don't need to hear okay. but I uh, but then I was just working in my hometown and everyone else had left and it was like summertime was rolling around it was starting to get hot and it was the first time I'd ever seen Record League in a shop and I don't know why but I'd convinced myself that what was going to bring me joy that week was to take like a you know the, the largest cup from the cinema yeah. fill it with ice and go and buy this record leg <laughs> cider so I did it I filled it with ice took it to uh, Morrison's with this cup of ice bought this record leg cider and filled it and sat on my lunch break and it was like one of the best <laughs> moments that entire year and it's just such a small stupid thing but I always when the sun's out yeah exactly mm. yeah mm. it was fine so yes uh, that's fine but overall cider can go fuck itself yeah exactly okay brilliant cancelled Thank you very much, Grace. Now, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? The film is hard because it's like, I've never really watched a film. Well, I probably have, but I have quite a bad memory. I expected that to go, uh, film that, dot, dot, dot. Oh, no, no, I've never really watched a film that I hated. Because right. I only watch films that I know I'm going to love, if that makes sense. Right, okay. I'm quite like, I don't But you must have gone myself. in and be disappointed. I'm by trying something. to think of like, mm. I'm sure I have gone to the cinema and been really disappointed. And I'm sure I have this year. And I'm trying to think. I'm sure me and my mum went to see something. Mm. And we thought it was... I mean, my dad's really good because my dad hates everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like... I've listened to your podcast. My, my dad's favourite line is we walk out of the cinema and he's like, that's 90 minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> How many times have you heard your dad say that though? I've, I mean, I've been every there. time, yeah. every time we watch something, yeah. that is an hour of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> it's mad. Straight after the football, nothing impresses him. Most weeks, yeah, yeah literally mm. after the after Burnley play. Yeah, um, I could maybe say Star Wars. Oh yeah, okay, right. I'm really not into them. All Star Wars. I've actually never watched any. <laughs> Great. This is even better. Yeah. What turns you off about Star Wars? It's just so not f- my vibe. Yeah. Like that sci-fi, that kind of sci-fi. Fantasy just so stuff. So yeah. not my vibe. And I also just think I missed the boat. People are like, "What? You've never seen Star Wars?" Yeah. Or, or they're like, "Have you?" Like, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Okay. So, so for me, like, uh, I like them, and I've enjoyed the films. First time I watched them, I definitely didn't get it at all. And normally, sci-fi, fantasy stuff isn't my Not thing. Not really. I've, vibe. Ne- I've never watched Lord of the Rings. No, same. But people kind of are like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. But- so Star Wars, I, that that'll be that because there's a new one coming out, isn't there? This yeah. Year? And I'll go and watch it. And I'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, it's coming out this week. This I week, swear. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's on Friday. Um, Just in time for here. I am promoting yeah. the Star Wars film. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's the last one, isn't it? No. Oh, do they just say that? So Disney own come. it now. Oh, okay. yeah, that's it. Um, and then music. Okay, yeah, that's it. Star Wars done. Yeah, Star Wars right. done. Music. Um, yeah. I was thinking again because I don't listen to much music that I don't like. Mm. like I know what music I like and I listen to that. Yeah. Um, but dubstep. Oh my god, this is good. Would be yeah. for me what I would never because yeah. apparently it's trying to make a comeback. Oh guys, please come on. That's what Leave I've heard. Yeah. I know. And dubstep it so um like sums up my teenage years. Oh my like god. that's just what we, we would go to like <sighs> makes me cringe. underage yeah. raves yeah. in like London Bridge and just get fucked yeah. and listen to dubstep and yeah. pretend that like we were enjoying dancing to dubstep. I mean, how can you the even dan- dance? The dance the to dance dubstep is awful. <laughs> the look on your face is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it's I just can see. tragic. Like is just it? thinking about. I mean, to be, to be fair, like I think some of my friends were more embarrassing than me. Oh, I had some friends that DJ'd it, and like. I they they've distanced themselves from it. I'm sure. I've got a friend actually that. Uh, uh, how do I put this? Recently, I kind of came out to him that I was emo when right. I was younger, right? And I'm fine about this. It's fine. But did you know each other then? No, we no, didn't. Oh, we didn't. Okay. But like, um, uh, I just ne- I felt like I met him at work, and like he's one of my best friends now. And uh, he didn't know you. He didn't emo. know. And I felt like when I was really drunk one time, you had to tell him. I had to tell him. Yeah. How could he not know? I never. I've never brought this up, right? But he DJs like techno and stuff. And I have this sneaking suspicion that he used to DJ dubstep, but doesn't want to tell me. So he needs to. He needs, he needs to, to tell me. Clean. Yeah, he yeah. needs to come clean. I mean, if that's not the case, that's fine. But even if that is the case, that's also fine. I just want him to tell me yeah, and feel yeah, like yeah, he yeah. can tell me that. There's about a real it. taboo around it now. I would yeah. say. That people want to distance themselves that from it. people don't yeah. want to, they want you to know that yeah. they used to like dubstep. Yeah. So that is like my, it's the worst to me. The dance is awful, but also, can I just say something? I don't think I can look you in the eye when I say it. That, uh, like, do you remember when everyone used to say bass face? <laughs> All the fucking time. <laughs> Did you ever get that? No. Oh, God. It was but the, what is it? It's like when people are listening to dubstep, oh, they do like God, a face. No, stop it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's like it's oh. like it's so embarrassing so uncool yeah it's so uncool I know <laughs> honestly yeah tragic it's tragic that is yeah for me that's like 
you've gone slightly red. Unforgivable, <laughs> yeah. Because I just remember, yeah. like, we were like, we used to like really just love to pretend we loved it. Mm. Me and my friends, like, we definitely yeah. were like, mm, mm. <laughs> you're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the base base. Yeah. Oh, I imagine most of this podcast Jumping is going to be inaudible, just like us yeah. doing faces <laughs> about things. Okay, dubstep is going to be your song choice. Thank you very much, mm. Grace. And finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it, and why? Cats. Cats. Mm. Fucking loads of cats and dogs. One time I'm going to have to add it up on here. Who's picked the most? What, because what? It's because mm. we are kind of like taught to think you're either a cat or a dog person. And therefore yeah. the rivalry is yeah. always kind of like going on in your head. I mean, some people are both. Yeah. I'm allergic to cats, so ah, I've never been okay. a fan of them. Right. Um, but also I think if I wasn't allergic to them, they still kind of like bug me out a mm. bit. Like when I'm with them, I'm like not really sure whether you're coming or going, to be honest. I'm yes. not really sure whether you want me here yeah. or whether you want to kill me. Well, Whereas, you- like, my dog is the most loving, <laughs> like, unconditional thing in the world. Mm. Like, all she wants to do is make you happy. Right, okay, yeah. I mean, she's thick as shit, but... <laughs> Yeah. And cats yeah. are definitely smarter, but I think cats are really selfish. They play hot and cold, and they like, they know how to play the game. The cats. Yeah, they're manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. They're really manipulative. And they're just like walking around, showing you their arsehole the entire time. Oh my God, just to come back to the tuna. Yeah. My flatmate, in the summer, this cat came into our garden, and she was like, oh, like it looks really like hungry. So she gave it some tuna. Yeah. The cat... Mm. is in our garden all the time now. <laughs> yeah. And then in the summer, I, I came home one day and the garden door had been open because my flatmate was in there. And then I get into my bedroom and the cat was asleep under my bed. Oh, that's so annoying. So annoying. And that now is it's annoying. always outside our house. We've got a neighbour's cat. Uh, they might listen to this. I think it's fine. We've got a neighbour's cat that comes into our house quite a lot. And I think the cat's fine. It's a nice cat, but... It always makes its way into a place that is really hard to get, to it, get out. it out of. Under that's, one of my kids' beds, which is low. Yeah. And it's just like hard for me to get out. That's it's why they do it. always when I'm in a rush out the door. Yeah. yeah. But there's, what's good, there's nothing good about my house. There's no food left out. There's like... Have you got a dog? No. no. Yeah, that's probably a good thing, I guess. Uh, I, for the cat, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cats, yeah, I get that. Uh, my wife, as soon as we move to a place that can accommodate a cat I know we're going to have a cat because oh, no. she she's going to want a cat oh. yeah but, I, yeah mm. lots of my friends are cat people but mm. I just think can't trust them you can't trust the them. friends I mean <laughs> yeah because they love cats because <laughs> they love cats okay uh, okay cats are going to be your animal choice thank yeah. you very much Grace I really appreciate that uh, thanks for coming in this not has been at great. All. Grace uh, you're going on tour right yeah when are you going on tour? Uh, starts at the end, and it starts in the middle of Feb, seventeenth oh, yeah. of Feb. Yep. Um, and I'm touring a show that I just did at the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, but you're rewriting it. Yeah, I'm rewriting it because of the sort of shit. So the show is called Why I'm Never Going Into Politics. Obviously performed in August 2019, mm. Feb 2020. Already the political landscape's changed. Mm. And, like I've been given more material to kind of like use and put in the show. So I want the show to feel really fresh. Yeah. Um. So it's about me growing up in politics. My dad was Alice, was he's alive. My <laughs> yeah. dad is Alice Campbell. Yeah. Um. So I grew up in, around the Labour Party, but uh, but actually the show is just kind of about me 
just turning around and being like, fuck politics, like, mm. fuck all of these hoes. I hate them all. Like, <laughs> Boris Johnson being the biggest hoe of them all. Um, yeah. But I am going to sort of, it will be fresh in Feb. So mm. I would say even to people who've already seen it, come again. Okay. Because it will be different. A new show. Yeah. And where is it going? Where are you doing so it? So I start at Soho Theatre in London mm-hmm. and then I'm going around all around the country, like Brighton, Bristol, York, Sulphur Keys, uh, Leicester, um, Leeds, uh, Newcastle, Dublin, Belfast. Oh, um, you're going everywhere? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. So just... Yeah. And where's the best place to find out where you're... Um, my going? Instagram. Yeah. What's your Instagram? Disgrace Campbell. Great. This also is my website as well. Okay. Disgrace nice. Campbell. Oh, great. Okay. And you've got a great podcast with your dad. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah, it's good. And what's the future of the podcast? So it was, it was on, we were talking about this before. It's in the list of like best Pop, podcasts. Yeah, Apple's top 10. Oh, nice. We actually brought two seasons out this year. I forgot that. I'm not sure how long we'll do it for. Okay. Um, it's. Why is that? Because. You don't want to hang out with your dad anymore. It's just. I kind of think. Well, I I think we should work out. Like, I think we should do live shows. Yeah, you definitely should. Because it's a should. great yeah. way to do that. To make money. No, exactly. A hundred percent. That's all I care about. Um, but also, our dynamic is what people like really respond to. Because right. I think there are very few kind of father daughter like duos. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so people really respond to that. So you know, we'll keep doing that. But the podcast until we sort of work it out in a different way like I've been doing all of the sort of heavy lifting for this season and it's just been like way too much on my load yes okay yeah yeah, yeah. he's not uh, he's not pulling his weight but I bet he loves doing it <laughs> he loves it yeah I've had my dad on this once have right? you and it was a lot of fun but yeah. he loved it yeah. I bet your dad loves it he does love it but yeah. he sort of he thinks I take the piss out of him too much which you probably do. Yeah, which I do. It's the point. Yeah. But I think that's fun. It's fun. Yeah. No, it is, it, it oh, you is should, fun. You should keep doing it. I think we will. I think it's just been like a bit too... I basically just got way too many components going on in my life right yeah, now. And yeah. the podcast is like, I'll wake up to like 20 messages from my dad like, why the fuck haven't you done this? Why oh, the fuck? Like, God. And it's yeah. like working with a family member is a whole other thing. Yeah. You're doing a podcast together, but then you're like... <sighs> That he thinks he's my boss. Yeah, like, does he? Yeah. yeah, he really thinks he's my boss. Isn't it funny how like you have an idea and before you start doing a podcast, you're like, oh, I've got an idea yeah. for a podcast. This is going to be great. And then once you're in the thick of it, yeah. you're like, fuck, I don't know if I can keep I know, doing this. I don't know if I can keep it up. That's yeah. the sort of, I want to write a sitcom about it eventually. Oh, this is, that's, really what, that's one reason to keep exactly. doing it. Yeah, no, that is true. Yeah, okay. And the Joe Barton episode, the, the one coming out this week, it's two parts. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've listened to the first part and, mm. it's, and it's very good. He's... I can't wait to hear you come into your own in the second mm, part. Which is what happens. Ugh. I'd like to hear you challenge him a bit. I do. On Ted Evans, I do. Do you? Mm. Interesting. Because mm. the first one is football. Mm. Which is the... re- which was really interesting. It is interesting if you're yeah. into football. Yeah, yeah. Um, then the second one is kind of like the rest everything else oh right okay yeah I look forward to that yeah that'll be out by the time this comes out yeah. so go and listen yeah, to them both exactly. now okay um, thank you very much Grace thank you cheers